Hey, hey, (laughs) it's Alyssa, and you're listening to From Inside My Car. And for the first time, it took all the way up to seven episodes for me to actually record From Inside My Car. Now, why am I doing this? Because I went and I was going to go record in my room, but it's too close to the kitchen. There's someone in the kitchen, and you could hear stuff. And then I went to the living room, but you could still hear from the kitchen. And then I went all the way to where all my musical instruments are. And and I, there's nowhere to sit there. There's literally nowhere to sit. So um, I just came to my car because there is no other noise here but the beautiful sound of my voice. Ew. Okay. Hi. I hope you're doing well. Are you doing well? Oh. Oh, you're not? Well, that's okay, too. That's okay. Let yourself feel stuff. (sighs) Anyways, I've been saying this since the first episode. I think that I'm going to make an episode on divorce, but you read the title. So obviously, you know that this is that. This is, we're finally here. We're here, guys. Yay. First of all, little update on the drum set, in case you're wondering. (laughs) Um, I don't know how to tune it. I seriously don't know. Like, I I started from scratch, you know, like, you're supposed to loosen it, and then you're supposed to tighten it to the point where it's... I don't know what... Like, I loosened it, and then I tightened it a little. I don't get it. I don't know. Because, you know, like, at least when you're tuning a bass or a guitar, you have, like, a reference note to match with. I don't know what to match with for drums. I feel like I'm talking too loud. Am I talking too loud? Oh, well. But I don't know how to tune it. And, um, last time, okay, maybe last week. I've only practiced, like, two or three times. I'm literally scared to practice because if I make a mistake, it's going to be very loud. And everyone's going to know that I can't drum. (laughs) But that's okay. We're not here to be perfect. We're here to have some fun. Um, except now, yesterday, I'm practicing and I'm trying to improve on doing both of my hands as like with the bass drum at the same time because I could do my hands easy peasy like two different patterns with both of my hands easy lemon squeezy but then I add in the drum the bass drum and I lose it I could do the bass drum by itself or I could do both of my hands by themselves but if I try to mix my leg with my arms, I lose everything, and I can't, but yesterday, it got a little bit better, like, I still can't do it, but I know I'm getting there, so I just need to keep practicing, and, yeah, oh, that's another thing, okay, I realized, I think I've said this before, I did say that Tuesdays were gonna be my upload days, today's Thursday, it's obviously not Tuesday, that is so rude, I hate cars, anyways, from inside my car. <laughs> I, I've said it before. I said my upload days were going to be Tuesdays. And I think I've said that I don't really like recording on Tuesdays. I feel like since it's the very start of the week, like I'm already losing all my energy and I don't want the week to start, <laughs> you know, from like Sunday on. And I feel like I'm more chill and ready to talk like Wednesday or after that, you know, because... Like, the beginning, the rough part of the week is pretty much over. From Wednesday, it's kind of like going back downhill. So, I I also realized that 
I chose to do this podcast and I could do whatever I want with it. And it pretty much just hit me this Tuesday. I'm in control. I can literally make my own rules. That's why I did this. And I can record whenever I want. As much as I like to be organized, I'm not going to do that. And I'm not going to have an upload schedule and try to upload every Tuesday. As cool as that may be, it's not. I swear it's not. Because then Tuesday rolls around and I feel like I have to record. And then if I don't, I get upset and I'm like, well, next week. Next Tuesday for sure. But then again, I'm limiting myself to a week or like to a day per week. And then some days I don't even have anything I want to say. Like I don't have a topic in mind. So sometimes I don't record because I don't feel good. Sometimes I don't record because I don't really know what to record. So if I don't feel like I want to talk or like I have nothing to say, then I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to force myself to. And that that's good. Mm-hmm. That's very good. Uh-oh. Should I? No, it's fine. <laughs> so I will just upload whenever I want to upload. That is my new thing. Because apparently I'm in charge. Ew. I'm kind of not used to it, so... Today's episode on divorce, yes. I give full credit. I don't know how to finish that sentence. I give credit for this episode being birthed to Emma Chamberlain because I think it was last December or maybe before that, I don't know. She put out an episode on divorce herself because her parents have been divorced and I listened to her potty episode on that and I since like December or November I was like I want to do that because listening to her story there was some parts where I was like no yeah same me too and then some things I was like no that was that was way different for me hold on my pants are uncomfortable time to unbutton Ugh, I'm okay now (laughs) but so this is my rendition of that episode I just wanted to say that I got the idea from her and I thought it was really cool and this might be TMI but I mean, that's okay. That's what pretty much this whole podcast is. And, I don't know, I recommend you go listen to hers, because that was actually very entertaining. Anyways, I don't really remember the episode, I just remember being, like, same to some of it. And being like, no, not me. But it's okay, because that's her own story, and that was very cool to listen to. So, today I'm just going to go through my parents' divorce. (laughs) which is kind of weird to put out there. Do I need a burp? (laughs) No, I guess I don't. I kind of did. Do I? I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay, I'm going to start off with my parents' divorce. How I went through it being little. How it affected me growing up. How it has affected my views on relationships now. And, yeah. Okay, let's get, let's get started. Ew. Okay. Um, my parents got divorced when I was five. We all used to live together. I have an older sister, or, at that point I had an older sister. I, wait, I still do. She's not dead. She's five. Oh my god. Um, it's just that now I have a little brother. He wasn't alive back then. He was, he was gone. He wasn't there. Good times, you know? I'm just kidding. I love my brother. Um, my sister's seven years older than me. Me, my sister, my mom, my dad, we used to live in a pretty big house. 
like two hours away from San Diego, and yeah, life was good. Honestly, I had a pretty, I didn't have a bad life at all growing up. Like, I'm very grateful for what I have, or what I had, you know? No complaints here, just a little weird, but when I was five, I distinctly remember it was a two-story house, so I was, what's it called, like, the stair railings, the banister, I don't know, I was, we had two dining rooms, you know, like, the fancy one that you don't use at all, but it's kind of just there, or not, I don't know, but my mom and dad were talking at the big table, and I was looking through the stair case railing banister whatever and I was trying to eavesdrop and see what they were saying and I guess my dad saw me and he's like no 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 go to your room and I was like okay like I could tell something was wrong and next thing I know I don't even remember how I felt or what happened they were just divorced like one day they were together one day they weren't and I was like oh cool if you hear the dog barking that's not my problem I cannot control him I'm sorry That dog jumped on me once. Anyways, um, I stayed with my mom for the rest of second grade. Wait, how old was I? Was that a two-year-long process? I have no idea. Um, in third grade, I moved with my dad, and I went to a private Catholic school, and I remember hating it so much, just because of the uniforms. Like, I had my three best friends since elementary school like since third grade I'm still friends with them I met them and they're incredible human beings and I love them so very very much I just hated the uniforms so much and I also missed my best friend from the other elementary school because when I moved with my dad I moved all the way to San Diego so it was like a big move for me as a little kid and at the start of fourth grade I They moved me back because I was complaining so much, but a month in, I was like, shit, I missed my friends over there, so I moved way back over here. And here's the thing, I never, this is one way it affected me, I was always so scared to leave my mom, except you know how there's, like, the good cop, bad cop parents, like, one's very fun and one's kind of strict, depending on the type of parents you have, um, my dad was... He wasn't strict, but he kind of was. He was, like, the more strict parent. My mom was, like, the... She wanted to be friends with your friends kind of parent, you know? Like, she's the cool mom. And I honestly didn't like that. She wasn't, like, I want to be friends with your friends with me. She was like that with my sister because my sister's friends were, like, 16. You know, they were, like, teenagers already by that point. But whenever I went over there... My mom is very much go with the flow. She doesn't plan anything. When I went over there, I felt like she never really paid attention to me because she was always on her phone. At that point, she also had a boyfriend, you know, and I didn't like him. I I felt like when I went over there to spend time with her, she was either texting him or calling him or he would come over and I felt like he was stealing my mom away from me. And that very much affected me. And I would get so upset that I didn't want to go there during weekends. Like, the I would complain. I'd be like, Mom, the weekend is for me. Why are you spending it with him? Like, I don't give a shit about him, Mom. Pay attention to me. I'm your daughter. And I hated it. I literally hated going. I remember my dad would drop me off. Maybe 20 minutes in, the boyfriend would come. I would lock myself into the room. 
and call my dad and like bawl my eyes and I would be like dad you have to come pick me up I don't want to be here like I hate it here I want to go home with you I just unlocked so many memories okay maybe my childhood wasn't the best but it definitely wasn't the worst you know but I guess you know you can't compare trauma what do you call it trauma I don't know but you know you can't diminish one person's trauma just because someone else had it. Like, everything's bad. So, I hated going. And in fourth grade, at the very start, I went and my mom only speaks Spanish. So, she couldn't help me with the homework. And my dad could. So, they made a deal with the teacher that I would do my homework on the weekends when I came with my dad. And then turn it all in on Monday. So, I didn't even get to do anything fun on the weekends. It was purely just homework with my dad, which I love him for. He was very helpful. And then my mom, it just, it didn't, it never felt like a sturdy place, you know? Because she was, she's kind of all over the place because she's like the fun mom. She's, she's a very fun person, you know, to be around. Like right now, me and her have a great relationship. We're friends. And she, she's a good mom, you know? Interesting, like, it's kind of funny because back then she wasn't so good. But I feel like as we're getting older, we have more to bond over. (laughs) Kind of, not really. But, like, I love her. I love them both. They're good parents. Um, but I didn't like living over there. I didn't like going over there on weekends when I finally moved back to San Diego. When I would have to go. I never wanted to. And that was that. Then... I felt so bad about leaving her, like, at the end of fourth grade, when I was like, no, I want to kind of move back to San Diego. Sorry, Mom. And I just felt so bad because as a little eight-year-old, nine-year-old kid, I don't think I had ever been exposed to, I'm sorry, trigger warning, I had never been exposed to the thought of suicide or anything, but... I kind of just had a feeling that if I had left, it would make her feel horrible. Like, I would put so much pressure on myself to not take any of my anger out on my mom. And I would try my best to go over there and be kind. You know, because that's my mom. And I was so scared that if I would leave, she would would feel guilty and she would blame herself for me not wanting to go over there. And I thought that she might hurt herself. So I very much, not guilted myself into staying, but I kind of did. Also, at that point in time, I didn't really have a spine. So I would say yes to everything, even if it made me incredibly unhappy. Especially for my mom. I was very, I was a pushover. She's like, but also she used to guilt me into things. She used to be like, please, don't you love me? And that's so fucked up. And I hate it. And I'm so proud of my... Like, I feel so sorry for little Alyssa. And I'm so proud of myself now because now I cannot be swayed. If my answer is no, it's no. And I'm very proud of how much I've grown from that point. And if it sounds like my voice is shaking, it's because it is. It's like the overthinking episode all over again. But with a little bit extra trauma added to it for flavor, for spice. Sir, that is so rude. He knows that I'm recording a podcast. Just kidding, I don't know who that is. But, 
I felt very guilty. I was very much a pushover. And at the same time, I still didn't want to go, but I did. Because I never wanted to hurt anyone's feelings. Like, I remember one Christmas. I love spending Christmas here with my grandma and my dad. But I went over there because little me, I'm, I was honestly such a kind kid. Like, I would try to put everyone else before me. Even being, like, a little annoying kid, I still try to be nice. So I went with my mom for Christmas one time. She's like, thank you for coming. And I saw that cheesy line from the Grinch that was like, nobody deserves to be alone on Christmas. And I mean it, you know? I never wanted her to feel bad. And I never wanted her to think that that I loved my dad more. I just felt more comfortable living with him because he was more stable. That was more that was a more stable life. I would still consider it a more stable life, you know? Everything's planned, organized, he's a little bit more strict, but, um, you know, that made me feel safe. With my mom, I was always scared, because I never knew what was gonna happen, and it wasn't a stable life, so that made me extremely uncomfortable. But I still never wanted her to think that I loved one parent more than the other. You know, I kinda did. I'm kind of a daddy's little girl. Um, now it's kinda changed. I'm, I'm neither's little girl. Well, I mean, it's fine. I have good relationships with both my parents. But, I don't know. You know, things change. So, that was me being guilted into things. Trying to please people. Trying trying to please my mom. And, yeah. When her boyfriend was there, I literally wanted to punch him in the face. She had two boyfriends. She had one right after they got divorced. And I accidentally kicked him in the dick one time. <laughs> he picked me up. <laughs> and he was, like, swinging me. I don't know how to explain it. And I swear, I didn't mean to. But my mom knew that I didn't like him. So she assumed I did it on purpose. But honestly, I kind of don't feel bad. Like, it was an accident. But I'd do it again. And I accidentally swung too much, I guess. Honestly, it's really his fault if he was swinging me, you know? I was just aiming, not on purpose, but it happened, and I just kicked him in the dick, <laughs> and he's like, oh, and she's like, why would you do that, I'm like, God, it was an accident, bro, I don't know, and then the second boyfriend, I hate so much more, the first boyfriend, I don't know, I just, I, I didn't like him either, but I guess I was too little to kind of comprehend what was going on with him, but with the second boyfriend, he traumatized me. Like, he never did anything to me, specifically. But he just, I hated him. I hated him so much. And my mom, she she and him did not have, they had a very toxic relationship. And he is the one then that when I would go to visit, that boyfriend was there, you know? Like, they would talk. And they would either be lovey-dovey or they would be fighting. You know, like, there's no in-between. They're both kind of crazy. <laughs> That's why I'm, I think my dad's more stable. But you now, at that point, I didn't want any of my parents to be dating. I didn't want my mom to be dating. I didn't want my dad to be dating. And I remember I would go over to, like, my friends' houses when I was little. And, like, their moms would be like, hey, like, my, like... My aunt is here, and she's single, too. And he'd be like, no, thanks. She's like, why not? You gotta get back out there. Because they knew my dad was divorced. And 
he'd be like, this one won't let me, and he would point at me, and then they'd be like, why don't you let him date? I'm like, no. They're like, don't you want him to be happy? I'm like, he's happy with me, please. Like, he only needs me. I'm his little girl. He doesn't need no other woman in his life. They all suck. He has me. Like, I was very, I don't know, I guess it was possessive. Maybe, not jealous, there's no one to be jealous of, but I'd say definitely possessive, maybe because I felt like my mom had left, and I didn't want the same thing to happen with my dad, you know? I saw the way my mom acted when she had a boyfriend, and I didn't feel like I got enough attention from her, and I also didn't want that to happen with my dad, especially because I I was daddy's little girl, you know? And I didn't want him to be taken from me, or I didn't want to share his attention, Which I think is understandable for a kid that's like 8 or 12, you know? It really spans. Now, I really wouldn't care. I'm not saying I treat... Like, if he were to have a girlfriend, he never dated. And he he always said that part of it is because he didn't want to date. Which I understand. And, um... I don't... It also might have been because he would have felt bad for me. I don't know. He never did date. And I'm kind of grateful for that. I feel like that would have traumatized me even more. But I was not protective. I was very, um, I already said it, possessive. That was it. I just didn't want to share. And I'm very grateful that he didn't. And now (laughs) he says that when he retires, he wants to move somewhere and just get a dog. He doesn't want a wife. He wants a dog. And good on him. Good on my dad. And my mom... She is no longer together with either boyfriend. She is single. Except my friend's mom would be like, Alyssa, don't you want your dad to be happy? I'm like, he's good with me. And then they're like, Alyssa. And I'd be like, why are you laughing? I'm being dead serious. I'm not sharing him. No, no, no. And if, like, I would literally threaten him. Like, if... We would watch The Parent Trap. He's like, what would you do if I got a girlfriend? Because you know how the dad gets a girlfriend in the movie The Parent Trap? I'd be like, well, you'd go to sleep and you'd wake up the next day and her head would be shaven. <laughs> it couldn't be me, but it, I would shave her head. I would shave her head. Okay, I would, Dad. Don't try me. I would. So, <laughs> I made little threats. Not... <laughs> I'm sorry, but can you blame me as a little 10-year-old kid... I can't blame me. I can't blame little me. I feel bad for little me, but she's grown to a powerful woman that's not afraid to say no. No, no, no. So, that is how both sides have affected me. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I'm missing a lot of things. Okay, maybe the fact that... I don't know. I feel like my mom tried... Or she's trying harder now to be part of my life. Maybe not right now, but, like, in my high school years, she's definitely tried to be a bigger part of my life. And my grandma keeps saying that, but she's also saying that, she's like, she should have been here while, like, during your very formative years when you were, like, extra little, right after they divorced. Like, she should have been more involved back then instead of with her boyfriends, but she kind of missed her chance because... You're already a young woman. Like, you don't really need a mom anymore. That's not true. I feel like you could always form a relationship, no matter how late in life it is, with family members. And you can also cut off family members at any time in your life, you know? If they're toxic, go ahead. But I still love her. I just don't need her for, you know? (laughs) Like, growing up. 
Also, she wasn't very helpful anyways. Like, one time in, like, seventh grade, I wanted to go to a pool party, so I used tampons because I was on my period. And I told my mom a couple days later when I saw her, she's like, you can't do that. She's like, why? She's like, you haven't had sex. That means you lost your virginity. I was like, well, then that makes me a slut then. No, I'm just kidding. I was just like, okay, so? She's like, don't use them anymore. First of all, I just don't find them comfortable, so I don't use them. But... If I were to use them, that's really none of her goddamn business. So sorry. But also, no, I'm not sorry. Her view on things is very different than mine. Her, my view with my dad's is a little bit more similar. But I don't know. I don't know. Growing up, I always wanted them to get back together, like in the early years. I also felt possessive because I thought they only belonged to each other, you know? I was like, no, 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 either get back with my mom, get back with my dad, or don't, or stay single, you know? You can't find another person. That's not how this works. Stop it. Get some help. Yeah, Alyssa, get some help. But I only wanted them for each other, and I felt like if they went with anyone else, like, it's gross. Like, don't do that. Excuse me. It's the same car. Terrible people. Just kidding. I hope they have a lovely day. But... Yeah. And now I I just got used to my dad not dating, so if he starts to date later on, I'm I don't know how I'd react. <laughs> I probably wouldn't know. If my mom starts to date, actually I genuinely don't care. I think I've stopped caring. But also I'm not big on family, so I don't care about lots of people. <laughs> so sorry. So sorry. <sighs> now that's how this affected me growing up. Honestly, I'm leaving out a lot of stuff that actually did affect me a lot more than anyone could ever possibly know. But we don't talk about that. No, we don't. Because that's a little too much into it. You guys don't need to hear that. How? Now, okay, yeah, now we're moving on. Hold on. Time for a sip of coffee. Am I, am I Emma Chamberlain? No. I'm Lissa Gomez, and this is from inside my car. Oh my god, there's another car coming in. How does this keep happening? This coffee tastes interesting. Oh, he saw me. Goodbye, man. Ugh, I don't like men. They're gross. So sorry. Excuse me. I just call them gross. And then I burp. It's okay. They're gross for different reasons. It's okay. Okay. Here's the thing. Not only... Their divorce didn't... It hasn't affected me with how I see things. Just because I'm so... My beliefs are built on a firm foundation. If I think something... What can I say? I'm a Taurus. You know, you can't change my mind. I'm very stubborn. I can't be open-minded, but most of the time I'm right. And if I'm right, I'm right. What can I say? Can't help but that I'm right and hot and sexy. (laughs) Okay, that's enough. I have very firm beliefs on what love is to me. On what relationships are to me. Oh my god, am I going to cry? No. No, 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 no. I've... (laughs) Okay, why am I doing this now? I just felt like 
I wanted to touch on the topic of cheating because I started overthinking during my math class right now, which was like an hour ago. Actually, it ended like 30 minutes ago, but like an hour ago, I started crying in class. We're online. Don't worry. My camera was off, but I started crying just thinking about cheating. Don't you ever come up with a scenario in your head? That's I saw this video. I'm it's the same thing I was just talking about this girl and it's the video of her and she's sobbing and uh, the caption was like me crying about how my daughter has died and then it's like it switches and she's looking confused and she's like me making up scenarios in my head when I'm 14 years old oh my god I can't talk 14 years old basically what that means is like you could be here you know, in the present day. But if you think about a sad scenario or something, it affects you. Like, if you were in the actual scenario, like, if you were in that actual thing, you act like how it would affect you. So, obviously, she's crying in real time because the scenario in her head where her fake daughter died, even though in real life she's poor. Does that make any sense? I think it does. (laughs) I think it does. But I make up, not scenarios in my head, but Like, sometimes I think, like, what would happen if that were to happen? Here's my thing. I'm just going to go into all the relationship things right now. Growing up, honestly, my dad didn't talk to me a lot about love. And I've always focused on how their divorce has affected me as a person. And I never thought about how it has affected him. Because I'm pretty sure, or my mom. I never thought about how it would affect both of them. Because, you know, as a kid, you're like, what about me? My parents. My parents. And you forget that your parents are their own people. That they had lives before you. That, yes, they're your parents. And that's the relationship between your parents. But for them, that's just a relationship between themselves, you know? And you're, like, byproduct of it. So, obviously, there must have been hurt between both of them. Actually, I don't know. I was five. I don't know what they were going through. And I never ever asked my mom or dad, are you sad? Are you okay? How are you, how are you feeling about this? I was always like, what about me? <laughs> I also can't blame my little eight-year-old self for that because when you're eight and you're, and you're like, what else are you supposed to think? I was not very considerate. As much as I'm saying that I was very considerate, I'm not. Well, you know, I kind of was. But I never thought of how it would affect them, just me. But my dad never, me and him never talked about love. Or what love means to him. Or what love means to me. And I never really spoke about, actually, no. My sister and my grandma and my mom all have something to say about relationships to me. And I don't agree with it. I mean, some things I do agree, some things I just don't. And it's okay for people to have different opinions. Just if I tell you that I don't agree, just leave it at that. I don't... Sometimes I just don't want to hear it because I'm set in my firm foundation of what I believe. And it's not going to change and you're kind of just making me uncomfortable talking about everything else. Okay, now going into what they've actually told me. My grandma just doesn't think that like love exists. Can't blame her. And my sister and my mom, they're actually very, very similar. Kind of like I'm more similar with my dad. They're more similar. And they've told me, all guys cheat. 
all blah 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 they'll all cheat on you and then they say that when you go on a date only the guy should pay and I'm like what if it's two girls they're like you can't say that I'm like I don't get it long live the gays I swear love them but um they're not big with the gays as far as I'm concerned I love them but they don't really consider that at all I'm straight. <laughs> Hard to believe with how much I say I hate men. But, you know, I am. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> it's not like I could change it. But they told me that the men should always pay on dates. That they'll probably always cheat. You're always going to break up. To, like, if you're dating a guy, to make him buy all the things. Pretty much use them for money because they're no good for anything else. That they're always going to have more hoes. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure a lot of other stuff. And it makes me very uncomfortable. I have... God, I don't know how to say this. I don't know... Like, oh, growing up with divorced parents and with people in your life constantly telling you how relationships work for them, that's very much just them projecting. That's what I think, you know? That's what they have gone through. So obviously, that's how they think it is. They choose pretty much the same people over and over again, and they keep treating them the same way. That goes for anyone. You go through patterns, and th that's how that happens. And then, if you firmly believe that that's how it is, you might start projecting onto other people. And it's okay that they have a different opinion. It's okay that that's how they think. I just refuse to believe that. So whenever I go on dates, either I offer to pay. Okay, first of all, I think that whoever asks should pay. Mm -hmm. Or if not, split it. You know, you pay for your food, I'll pay for mine. And if I actually like this person, I'll be like, you know what, I'll pay. It's fine. Or if they paid last time, I'll pay this time. And then they could pay the next time. And, you know, just switching it off. Make it fair. Like, the other person doesn't always have to pay. It doesn't matter if you're a girl or a boy or whatever. It doesn't matter. I like taking turns. Second of all, I don't like using people for money. I get it. If it's not going to work out, you can use people for money and then they'll leave and you'll be like, at least I got all of this out of it. First of all, if I don't like you, I'm not going to hang out with you. <laughs> so I'm, don't worry about me using up your money. Second of all, I have my own money. I don't like letting people pay for my things. And also, a very cool, great person that I love was the one person that taught me that I should be able to accept things. Like, he taught me that. He's like, sometimes people will just get you things because they want to get you stuff, Alyssa. And you're going to have to learn to accept that, okay? You don't have to pay people back all the time. Especially if it's, like, a gift, okay? Stop overthinking it. I'm like, thank you, dude. I love you. Love that, man. <laughs> and that honestly helped a lot. Because I always feel like I do have to pay for things or pay people back like not even if like they just paid I don't know where I'm going with this I forgot what I was saying <laughs> I literally lost my train of thought I just like paying for things you know it just makes me feel better knowing that I don't have to owe anybody anything so and I don't like using people for their money it just it makes no sense to me one time I went to Bath and Body Works to pick out Melissa's birthday gift last year. And I don't I didn't like going to places alone. I'm getting better at it. 
I'm not as nervous doing it anymore. I kind of am, but I do it anyways, because afterwards I always feel proud of myself. And I asked my friend James to go with me. I was like, James, I'm going to go here. And he lived right by the place, and I was like, I'll pick you up, and then you could come with me. Can you come? I don't want to go alone. And he's like, sure. So we went, and I was getting everything I needed. Next thing I know, he pulls out the card, his card, and he's about to pay. I'm like, no, what are you doing? And the girl's like, girl, let him pay. I was like, no. And I paid. He's like, Alyssa, you don't have a job. You're going to go broke. And I was like, James, I'm literally fine. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. If he was going to have half of the things that I'm buying, sure, I'd let him pay and I'd probably pay him back later. Or I'd pay him back with food. I'd be like, thanks. Do you want me to get you something to eat then? You know? But none of the things I was buying was going to be his. So it just made no sense. There's a helicopter. You could hear it. It's not my fault. Say hi to the helicopter. Okay, say bye to the helicopter. He's leaving. Okay, yeah? Okay, bye-bye. And then one time I went out with a, a buddy of mine to go eat at like a breakfast inn or something. And while we were leaving, me and this guy, we always used to have competitions of like pulling out our card the fastest. So we, whoever pulled it out first, actually, no, he always wanted to pay, you know? The gentleman always pays. Whatever. I don't care. I think it's nice to, for both people to pay, you know? Switching on and off. And I tried to take it out first, but he like blocked my hand. I was like, dude. And he paid first. And the girl was like, girl, let him pay. Like, it's always the same response. I love them. They're funny. But, no, I want to. But that time he did pay. So I was like, okay, you and this time. I'm burning it in my car. I'm literally frying. So I also didn't agree with letting people just, like, using people for their money. I don't agree with that. I don't agree that everybody cheats. Okay, wait, is that the next thing I said? Or is that the first thing I said? What's the last thing I said? <laughs> I genuinely don't remember. Okay. Here's the thing with me. I don't know why. Okay, last week I had a breakdown. I literally <laughs> I literally had a breakdown and I just started thinking, you know what? Maybe love isn't for me. Maybe I just I'm not meant for love because I'm I'm over it. I'm literally too scared of it. It's not going to work. I'm terrified to get hurt in love, if that makes sense. And I had a breakdown, and I was like, maybe I'm just not made for it. Love isn't for me. How is that possible? Literally, love is for everyone in every way. Platonic, relationship-wise, doesn't matter. Romantic. But, but here's the thing. I just realized today, I'm not afraid of love. I'm afraid of getting hurt in love. And I feel like one of those fears stems from cheating. That is the reason why my parents got divorced i'm not gonna say who 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 did who to what wait who did who <laughs> i'm not gonna say who did what to who that doesn't matter but i hate cheating it makes me so uncomfortable it makes me cry it makes me disgusted how i feel about gore and gore makes me literally throw up cheating is tenfold Yes. Mm-hmm. I find it disgusting. I find cheaters horrifying. They're ugly. 
They're gross. I don't like them. They're literally scum of the earth. They disgust me. I wish they all get hit by buses. <sighs> I don't see the point of cheating on someone when you could just be like, you know what? Wait, no, no, no. I don't know how you could cheat on someone. At all. Like, just break up with a person and then go and do whatever you want to do. But you have to be some sort of evil to do what you want to do while you're with that person. And this goes from anything. I feel like when you get into a relationship, you can define what cheating is to you guys. For me, it's a lot of things. Actually, no, that's not true. But, you know, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. For me, it's, I don't know, it's literally openly flirting with someone else. I feel like if someone comes to you and you're in a relationship and they're flirting, it's your job to shut it down. The person probably, whether they do or don't know you're in a relationship, you're the one that's in a relationship. It's your responsibility. If, I don't know, if you're going to have sex with someone else that's not your partner, I, like depending, I feel like it depends on whichever relationship you're in. Some people are in open relationships. And then like having many relationships isn't a bad thing, depending on the relationship you're in. For me, I'm not one for open relationships. Honestly, it's whatever works for you. But just cheating makes me uncomfortable. I hate it. I don't like it. And some people are like, you could still cheat and be in love with... I just don't believe that, that you could cheat on someone you love. If you do that, I don't think it's love then. And stop lying to yourself. Don't be a pussy. Just get out of the relationship and you can have as many hoes as you want, as many bitches. Like, it doesn't matter. Just don't do it while you're in the relationship if that was an established thing of cheating. You know what I mean? I feel like when you get into a relationship, you like... Or at least you should establish everything. Like, whatever your make it or break it's, you know, turn-ons and turn-offs. For me, it's very easy to turn me off. Like, I could, it takes a while for me to like you. Like, I develop crushes pretty quickly, but for me to actually like you and be interested, it takes a lot. And once I'm there, if you say one wrong thing, it's gross. I don't like you anymore. You're like, eh, I don't like that. I don't see the point of cheating. Just divorce the person. Break up with a person. Or if you want to divorce but you can because of money issues or blah blah blah. Just establish the fact that you guys aren't together anymore. You know? Like it's not hard. Am I gonna burp? <coughs> I'm okay. I I'm okay. <laughs> Is that another helicopter? Oh well, he's going fast. I think I've never been cheated on. I haven't been in many relationships either, but I have not been cheated on. And I think that's my biggest fear. And I don't know if it just stems from the fact that that's how my parents divorced. Not the fact that that's what made them divorce, but that's something that went on in the relationship. Or I don't know if it's just because in general it's gross to me. I feel like it's both. It, it's just gross. I hate seeing it in movies. I hate reading about it, like, it's just terrible. I don't like it. And, sorry, TMI, but also with porn, <laughs> if you watch porn, there's different types of porn, right? First of all, I recommend Belessa. 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 I think it's called Belessa. It's made by women for women. Don't use Pornhub. No, no, no. Use Belessa. I think it's called Belessa. I might be wrong. But if it's porn, where it's like 
that that cheesy line of like the secretary goes and gives the guy a blowjob and then they end up banging and but he has a wife at home that makes me uncomfortable i don't like that that porn is literally horrible i mean to each his own but if you like that that's just so weird to me it makes me so uncomfortable like regular porn is something else but i that storyline i hate it and it makes me it makes me want to throw up it's literally horrible i hate it so much okay i might cry no i'm okay i'm okay (laughs) crying about porn okay but it's cheating in porn so it's okay for me to cry about this I just, I don't think you love someone if you're cheating on them. And I feel like I have such a pure idea of what love is. And I feel like this is such an unpure world and that's why people keep saying that it's not possible. But I doubt that. I highly doubt that. I don't think that every guy is a cheater. I don't think that every woman is a cheater. I just don't believe that. I fail to believe that. I don't think that's possible because I know I wouldn't do that. So there's other people that also would not do that. And if you've ever been cheated on, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'll give you an air hug right now. Just imagine I'm hugging you. And I give you a kiss on the forehead. Tight hug. I'm so sorry if you've ever had to go through that. But literally, that scenario, like, where the girl's like, my daughter died. But, like, the girl thinking it is literally 14 and has never had a kid. That's me. I'm like, what if I got cheated on? I would literally die. (laughs) I would literally die. I would lose my mind. And I know that that is not, or that wouldn't be a reflection on me. But it makes me so uncomfortable. It's like anything else. I don't know why I'm comparing it to this. I don't know. It reminds me of pedophilia. I'm so sorry, but it does. Just because, oh god, it's disgusting. It's the same amount of disgusting for me. I see both pedophiles and cheaters in the same light. And don't think of that as like a compliment to pedophiles that I see them in the same light as cheaters. They're both disgusting, horrible, evil human beings to me. That's, that's the rank I'm putting them in. And... Have I mentioned that I hate them and that they're gross and disgusting and make me want to vomit and puke and hurl? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. I just... My form of love... Of course, there's sex involved. It's not... Like, it's still pure, though, you know? By pure, I don't mean that there's no sex involved. That is not what I mean. Love, on all scales, is just... Okay, long story short I, th- short, I think that love is just choosing that person. Or choosing to love that person every day. I don't think it's a hard thing to do. Actually, no, it might be. It's not always easy. But also, love is not cheating. I feel like when... I, when you love someone, I feel like if you choose to get married, you don't have to. Okay, hypothetically speaking, for my future... When I fall in love, despite my parents being divorced, despite what everyone has to tell me about relationships, even when I don't ask and ask them to stop talking about it, because I just simply disagree and we're not going to agree and you're not going to convince me. When I get married or when I have a boyfriend, whatever it is, I know that love won't be in my heart 100% of the time. You know, some days I might be mad at them. 
Some days I'm just going to be in a grouchy mood and not feel so light and like lovey-dovey and pure. And that's okay. But I know that I would choose. I'm going to wake up and choose to love that person anyways. And it's not just a feeling. It's an action. You know, like, that's what I mean. You're choosing to love that person. Because that feeling might go away for like 30 minutes one day. And then you might think about doing something stupid. But you're not going to do that. Because you're committed to loving that person. That's your thing. And if you don't agree with my definition of love, that's perfectly okay. But I feel like... I don't know. I have such a beautiful idea of love here. And I know that it's real. And it's possible and that some people have it. And I know that some people just haven't been lucky enough to find that type of love. And that is perfectly okay. I feel like some people grow up... And you could choose to follow in your parents' footsteps or not to do that. (laughs) I feel like you could grow up and do what people tell you to do and think what people tell you to think. Or you could do the opposite. And I feel like it's a lot easier to just go with what people tell you. I just, it's not so easy for me. And I think that's a great thing. Because I, I fail to believe that a non-existent pure form of love exists if that makes sense like for me love is just such a beautiful thing platonically romantically in any way and once you add cheating to the mix i feel disgusted don't put i hate it no 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 and my overthinking started i was like if that were to happen to me i'd be disgusted i hate love i never want to be in love that's horrible but cheating is not love And like I said, I realized I'm not afraid of love. I love love sometimes, you know? Sometimes I'm not in the mood. That's okay. But I do love love. I'm just scared of mayhaps getting hurt in love. But that is why I'm extremely picky (laughs) with who I choose to love. Whether that be with friends or with, I don't know, even family members. I'm still picky. I'm like, do I want to like this family member? I don't know. Especially romantically. I'm like, do I like this person? No. They said the wrong thing, like, in 2019. That's gross. Don't like that person. So in the end, my parents divorced. I'm happy they got divorced. I think divorce is a great thing. Which I know sounds very silly. But I think breakups are a good thing and divorces are a great thing. If you need them. If you choose to do that, that's fine. I think it's better than staying in a relationship that is unhealthy, it makes you unhappy, you just don't like the person anymore. It's okay to just be like, this was a good run. Okay, now I gotta run. And it's fine to break up. I think that's healthy. I don't think that there's any shame in getting divorced or breaking up with someone. I think that's a good thing, you know? Something ends and then you get to start a new journey by yourself or with someone else. I think that's fine. But if you... I think it's better than trying to stay in a relationship that's just not working out for either of you. Anyone in the relationship. I honestly don't know where I'm going with this. (laughs) I don't know where I started. But... That's such a big fear of mine, and it makes me so scared. 
and I don't know why I started overthinking about it today, but it, it hits me like a truck, and I know that that won't happen to me. And I seriously don't know if it's just because the idea of it scares me itself or because of my parents' divorce. Oh, that's what I was going to say. In conclusion, probably not conclusion, I want to say that my parents' divorce hasn't affected me. Okay, yeah, it has, but not, it hasn't affected my view of relationships. I feel like I form my own views. I'm very headstrong with my views, and no one can change my mind. What a Taurus. (laughs) She's hot, I know. Yikes. I have a very firm idea of what love is in my mind and in my heart. Mm Mm-hmm, that's right, we're going there. And no one can change it. (laughs) Literally no one. I might get scared. That's okay. But I feel like the best thing to do is just be patient. Don't settle for people. No, no, no. My parents' divorce hasn't affected me at all, actually. Like, with my idea of love. You might think that it might make me... Okay, maybe the cheating has. Maybe. But like I said, I don't know if it's that or just I'm disgusted by it. I don't know if I would be thinking as much about it if it wasn't for them. Or maybe I would. I don't know. Maybe... Because I overthink everything. I might be. But... I think overall it hasn't. Just because I'm very stubborn with my belief. Nothing can change me. I'm like a rock, man. I'm like a freaking rock. Middle of the water. Not gonna push me. No, no, no. Oh my god, I'm sweating in the car. I need to take another shower. This isn't okay. This is not okay. And I think that's it. I don't know what else to say. I think I'm done. But also, I really like talking. So I might not stop. I have like, what, six minutes left able to, of like, being able to record? Who knows? Who knows what could happen in six minutes? Probably not a lot. I don't know. I hope you guys enjoyed this. If you guys have any ideas for topics or have any questions or if you want advice on anything, feel free to message me. DMs are always open. If you listened all the way to the end, cool. Cool. Let me know if you're against cheaters. And I don't know. I feel like I might be missing stuff, but I don't know. This podcast is random. I could always just make a short five minute, no, I mean, it's not going to be short, a short 10 minute episode on things I've missed out on. I don't know. I love you guys. No, I don't. That's a lie. (laughs) Sorry. I'm very picky on that, but thank you. I appreciate you guys for listening. That's true. I do. I hope you guys have a good day or a good night whenever you're listening to this and yeah. Okay. That's it. Bye.